0: And
1: where I'm Kenny.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's been a while since we've been with you folks out there. today we're going to talk about on our little podcast here, we're going to talk about uh, road rage. We've talked a little bit about that in the past and car driving etiquette. Why? Why? Why do we need to talk about this? He sounds angry, doesn't he, folks?
1: Because there's too many (laughs) silly nincompoops on the road and... I, I don't understand why people the way that they are as far as driving and thinking and you know what as a disclaimer sure I am that same person that thinks I own the road sometimes when we're on the interstate and you should be on the right lane however I think everyone needs to self check themselves I'll include myself into into the mix but it's like I don't know. I just get i I run into a lot of sit a lot of situations. Sure, they're menial, but but it makes a huge difference once you make it better.
0: How I don't you, know how I, do you, How do you make it better on the road? You
1: practice. You discipline yourself. <laughs> you learn the rules of the road. You get out of the way.
0: Road rage is an aggressive or angry behavior exhibited by motorists. So. One way we could take care of roadway road rage, mm-hmm. <clears throat> say that three times fast. We could take care of it by getting rid of more motorists. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you people out there. I'm just saying that Kenny brings up a good point that the behaviors that people have are about being rude or verbal insults or physical threats. That's dangerous. That's true true road rage is is really bad. I uh, I'm oh, sure yeah. I've taken out more road rage, probably just to the walls of the inside of my vehicle, and I've
1: hit my steering, hit wheel, my steering wheel and, and <laughs> yelled like out loud, and just it just feels better. It, it's a event, yeah, little bit, and right. the event of it, yes. Like, well, I will say it doesn't feel better at the time, but just like being able to yell inside your car, just like it does you're not holding anything back because we live in a society where you hardly have any places to go to kind of do that kind of stuff unless you have a recording studio um but it's like yeah dad and i have been prone to road rage to where <laughs> i at least for me and i'm pretty sure it's the same for you when we see someone do something that they obviously like why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Just flips my switch to where you shouldn't do that. I wish you knew that you shouldn't have done that. And I wish I could give you all the reasons why you shouldn't have done that. And you can't do anything because they're on the road. They're just doing whatever they want. Sure. Um,
0: my pet peeves are in, in that space that I don't know. They're they maybe kind of limited. The the some of the worst ones are running a stop sign. We all roll stop signs. Definitely roll. Right. Mm -hmm. Stop and roll. That's fine. You know, police officers, we know you do it too, because I see you doing it. If I see you as a police officer, then I make my wheels stop turning so that I come to a full and complete stop. But what I'm talking about is people busting through intersections or when I'm driving down highways like four lane highways out in the country and there are stop signs on roads coming up to the highway and quarter of a mile in front of me, I can see somebody come up to it and not bother stopping or somebody blatantly running through red lights or I've seen
1: eh,
0: probably 20 or 30 times in the past 10 years People driving without blatant, driving blatantly without any regard to the law down the left side of a four lane, like closed road, like, uh, Murfreesboro road where you got four lanes and a center turn lane. Oh, you get that
1: all the time. For
0: miles. No, I'm talking about, I, the first time it happened to me, I couldn't believe that I was seeing it.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know what typically happens too is... (laughs) And uh, we appreciate the police that serve, and we thank them for their service. And and uh, please do not fund the police departments. Actually, there probably needs to be twice as many out there. So we're, we got your back, police officers. But when somebody's breaking the law, nobody's around. That, that's usually how it goes, right? Or anyways, this guy comes in one of these Cadillacs with the, the thirty-inch wheels on it. Yeah. And just pulls out. We're, we're lined up all the way back to. This has happened to you. A mile or two from coming into town here, and <clears throat> excuse me, got a frog in my throat. And this guy just pulls out of traffic and drives down the left side of the highway, which is the oncoming two lanes. Yeah, just zigzagging and zigzagging for two miles, and then turned left into one of the neighborhoods and disappeared. My,
1: my experience is a little bit less on the interstate because anything can happen on the interstate. I've seen people drive throughout the interstate. People go 10, sometimes 20 over the interstate. I've been to a lot of states that, that drive a little bit worse than Tennessee does. Not a lot because we do have some particular areas in Tennessee that are bad. But the, the experience, for example, with what I get angry, I don't mind now in the interstate because there's plenty of room. And I'm not saying that's legal disclaimer. I'm not saying I'm not trying to encourage that to anybody to do that. My thing is, if you're on less popular roads, like, for example, um, if you're on a main road going downtown from your city block or from your town and like for example if we're going to our city or our town going towards nashville there's that main road i'm not going to name it but it's that main road that you you can take all the way to the city instead of the interstate um coming sometimes back from uh, my fiance's house um there's this one guy it's always been a nissan i i been wanting to take a picture of his license number and send it to the chief of police. Uh, But this guy like road road speeds in a more dangerous, too close for comfort kind of way. I don't teenagers and youths will (laughs) always be, (laughs) be doing this kind of race thing. I get it, whatever. But the thing is when it's in the middle of the night, There's not a whole lot of people on this road going home from wherever they're at, especially if it's late at night around 11 a.m. This guy would like be on my tail and then all of a sudden move, move and cut across somebody in front of them. There's no room in front of me. When I when I see something like that, I usually speed up so that they have no room. And again, this is not good practice road road. Etiquette, maybe etiquette. I would just say scenarios um, where I'm not going to let this guy get past in front of me. Um, If you ever seen people where you have someone that's trying to get by, but then you like work with truckers do this all the time. Truckers will like block a two lane interstate. So that nobody passes through because people are driving dumbly
0: or coming up the shoulder. <clears throat>
1: right. So I was trying to do that with a guy in front of me because it was basically me, the crazy guy behind me, another guy that was to the right of me, but behind, and then two cars in front. So, um, the guy that was behind me cut across the guy that was pretty much on my right passenger my rear right passenger side cut across in front of him going up to the bumper of the next car in the right lane i sped up a little bit with the guy that was in front of me so this guy would not have any room to pass by because i'm like no you're not going to do this like you're driving recklessly like too close for comfort and this guy this kid I I don't know. I mean, it was wide. It was very wide enough to where you could heart a motorcycle could go through it, but not a car. This guy somehow does it anyways, and that infuriated me. And of course, of course, as soon as he passed everybody, he's going like ninety miles per hour on a sixty or a fifty-five. And I can't. You know, I'm not. There'll be times where I'll try and catch up. Oh, I can hear them now. <laughs> <laughs> funny. There's a car in the background. It was just revved up. Um, he's listening, uh, but that infuriates me. Mm-hmm. That infuriates me for for people and motorcyclists to just cut across, right? Like, and I've seen motor motorcyclists. Coming, I know they're from California because it's the only state that does it. That they think they can go through those middle lanes whenever they want. Right. That is not the case here in, Maybe t- in from Tennessee. South America It is definitely not South America. That guy looked
0: gringo as heck. Gringo? Yeah. You and I are
1: gringos. I'm half gringo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but
0: it, it would like you said. If you that 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 kind of gets me upset too is just, you. We're taught to leave a safe zone, mm-hmm. right? And most of us keep that even kind of tight because we don't want people filling up our safe zone. So we have a tendency to drive a little closer, which is bad if you're at highway speeds or, you know, 55 and above, or if you're out on the highway and you're going 79 miles per hour in a 70 mile an hour zone. And there's, like you said, there's, there's maybe a room for a car in front of you, but then somebody pulls in front of you to fill that spot. And you know, I've I've driven large vehicles before or my brother drives a, a truck. Gosh. Somebody pulls into that safe zone in front of a trucker, they have automatic brakes. People don't realize that a lot of the new modern semi-trucks have radar systems built into them that mm-hmm. will activate the brakes on the truck.
1: Yeah, which is dangerous if they well, you know, getting right in front of them. As my brother
0: told me what happens when that happens to him now. Mm-hmm. If somebody pulls in front of him into that safe zone up close to his bumper, it slams on his brakes or at least puts on his brakes. Well, that gets sent back to the home office automatically through the mm-hmm. GPS and the tracking system
1: for through his, he then company. gets a
0: phone call that says, Oh, we understand you've had an incident. You need to call us. So he has to stop in his route, pull over, call the office and report to them what's happened because they think he may have been in an accident or an incident. Yeah. So he, even though it's not, he has to explain, nope, somebody pulled into the safe zone. Somebody pulled up close to me when they cut in front of me, it slammed on my brakes. I'm okay. The truck's okay. The equipment's okay. Everything's good. Well, now he's lost what? 15, 20, 30 minutes of his time.
1: It's a waste of time. And he could get deducted to
0: get the delivery on time and all yeah. this other stuff happens. So, so people don't, you know, obviously, people don't respect big rig truckers. And, you know, honestly, there's a lot of truckers out there. I shouldn't say that. There are truckers out there amongst the truckers that are also idiot drivers, right? That that are not safe. And they, don't, they don't practice safe driving. I had a guy in a semi past me. I was probably doing 80 going down to where I work. <coughs> and mm-hmm. this guy was doing... At least 10 miles an hour over me. Yeah. In a fully loaded truck. I've
1: seen truckers do that.
0: And then and, and then up get over the big hill to, towards the end and he's slowed down. And he's and yeah. and I pass him like, well, what was that all about? And
1: they also <sighs> truckers, <clears throat> I understand y'all are big, bigger vehicles. And to some degree, yes, we should watch out for you and watch out for your blind spots. But in the incidents that I've experienced where I'm obviously in I'm obviously in view of you. You can see me coming up. And you still decide to get over to the lane to almost run me off the road? You guys need to be careful with that. And again, I'm not saying every trucker; it's the ones that don't know how to drive.
0: I right. think it, maybe it's like like the idea that uh, here in the United States, I think it would be a good idea that everybody, once they finish high school, two years of military service. Everybody, that's what Israel does, right? That's right. And and. It, it's a good opportunity. And anyways, maybe when we're getting our driver's license, maybe we should all have to drive like a truck, like a semi truck just for a few minutes Yeah, so that we understand what it's like to be in a big rig that's almost as wide as the lanes and the clearances that they have to deal with. They don't have a lot of room. And I know this from right. driving in other big vehicles like a moving truck or something like that <coughs> where, where you got a 26 foot truck. That's, you know, it's not a semi. But it's the same thing. Mirrors are the only thing that actually is sticking out past the allowable legal limit of the width of the vehicle. You got to watch what you're doing, and there's not a lot of a lot of room to take corners and do things like that. Well, and that's
1: we've mm -hmm. talked about this before. Where and we're just not talking about reckless drivers. We're talking about you, slow drivers too. You slow drivers need to move the lane. Over At least go to the speed limit. Yes. Why are you going five or 10 below? And I know your speedometer's off. I know mine is a little bit. It's supposed to be going a little bit faster. So when mine says 35, you're going slower than that. So again, I'm not trying to be mean or anything to all of y'all, but you slow drivers need to move a lane over. That's why... Like you're talking
0: about like not in the high speed lane on the highway.
1: So in Tennessee, at least I'm not sure about everyone else, but I think it's a universal fact. Look it up. I had to argue someone about that because they, they thought otherwise on a four way stop sign, the person to the right of you has the right away. But going back to the fast lane, if you're going slow, if you're going the speed limit or moderately slow, you need to be on the right lane, regardless. If you're going into turn, that's fine. And I've I've been I've been that person because dad has picked 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 me out from it. Where I would hug the left lane all the time whenever we go somewhere. That's just because I know that's the fast lane. It's 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 a free flowing lane that keeps on going. And but you're not always the fast one, and I understand that. So I've I've put into practice when I'm in the left lane and somebody's coming from behind me, I usually try and make it a an effort to get in the right lane for them to pass me, and I get back on when there's no one in there. And that needs to be that needs to be for everyone because th- that's that's what in the manual it says if you're for slower vehicles, including truckers. They have to be in someone, not in the right, right lane. Like if you're on a three or four, four lane highway, obviously you need to take the right, right-ish lanes to become be out of the way. And of course, if you're going to be on the very fast part, you need to be in the, someone the left side part of the interstate lanes. So, and people just don't understand that. And when people are going 10 under on a left lane, that drives people insane. You're it's like, also a hazard. It is a hazard.
0: <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you wouldn't do what you do down in Alabama. They they passed a law. Recently? Uh, a year or two ago, maybe?
1: <clears throat> so recently. Kind of recently.
0: If you're not driving with a purpose and left lane on highways, you can now get pulled over.
1: A purpose? Like, what do you mean? Uh, what is what is that the define?
0: Alabama Anti-Road Rage Act went into effect September 1st of 2019. Oh, wow. But there's still some confusion about the rules of the new law. The rule is you're only allowed to drive in the left lane to pass another car. Do not drive in the left lane for more than 1.5 miles. Oh, wow. Exceptions. Congestion, if traffic is preventing you from driving in the right lane, you can remain in the left lane. Bad weather (coughs) and road hazards. Uh, The new law states you are allowed to drive in the left lane if these conditions are present. Exit and toll, when your exit is on the left and you're paying a toll, you're allowed to be in the left lane. Authorized vehicles, law enforcement and first responders while on duty are allowed to drive in the left lane. Construction, of course that's obvious. It says here, what does it say? Retired state trooper and sponsor of the law said that it was designed to cut down on road rage incidents. Um, They're going to, they were going to issue warnings at first.
1: Is there like a statistics on if, if that has actually made improvements, made a
0: difference? I don't know. It says it was similar. The, Penalties are similar to a speeding ticket.
1: I can understand where people might get a little confused because having like how far, like, for example, how far from a con- construction zone can you be on the left lane? Like after you pass it or before you get into it. And then, um, you know, as far as purpose, what does that define? Like what happens if somebody has a has they have to go to the hospital that does that. Is that under with purpose? You know, I can understand where the definition and That's stuff gets. That's probably what they're talking about. Yeah.
0: But, it's, it's, but it's
1: interesting. And I.
0: It's one attempt to try yes. to get it under control to get people out of the hammer lane. If they're going slow. or people that pull into the <sighs> yeah. hammer lane and we've done this. I know you and I have both experienced this on long trips. Where you know you get into a group of vehicles that Mm. are traveling together. Like if we're driving to Oklahoma or Texas. And you know you're driving with the same group of people because you end up passing a car or a pickup truck or an SUV. And you pass them like four, five times in a couple hour period. You know, when you're, when you're driving, it's kind of boring sometimes. So you just kind of look at monitoring and looking at what's going on on the road. It's like, why are already past that guy. What are they doing? So uh, my, my punt, my, what am I trying to say? My pitch line for this is people need to use their cruise controls, not their foot. Yeah. Right. If you're, if you're traveling long distances, so let's jump out on the highway instead of staying in town. If you're driving on long trips, I use a cruise control. If it's, if I'm on a long stretch and it's 35 miles an hour, I use a cruise control. I I try to use as much as possible. Let the vehicle keep the speed more constant. And I think that people would find that that is easier to drive that way. They'll get better gas mileage and, you know, it won't fatigue them as much. But at the same time, if you're doing those things, you, you can tell the people are not using the cruise control because you wouldn't be passing them five times. Yeah, that means they're letting off on of the gas. They're busy doing something else in the car. They're on their phone, and of course, Tennessee's got a you know hands-free law where you're supposed to be using a headset. I wish they'd deputize me if I could make money doing it. I would bust people all day long <laughs> that I see. Well, that it's still it's hard to phone. do that
1: because they now people they still do that. Sure, the only thing is at least uh, i've noticed is now they have that mount and it's hard it's hard to get someone like i see you
0: i see you on your phone but oh but i see people and of course nobody's going to see this in the podcast where they hold their phone up to their mouth and it's like like this oh yeah
1: which you can't do yeah you're not supposed to be holding your phone or, up or up talking. to their head you're supposed to. It, either have it on speaker which can be hard if you have it near an ac i've experienced that or you need to have like you said a headset to talk to people you can no longer put it up to your phone but people do it anyway there's enough
0: options out there you can wear hands free you can wear your your uh, well and the the new cars
1: nowadays have
0: um microphones in the Microphones into the sun
1: visor. Well, the, the new dashboards in these ca- new cars now you can connect your phone and they have Apple or Google or a- I'm sorry, Android um, inter- integration to connect your phone into the car system so you can answer and use the speakers like you said. And um, that's kind of where it's leaning towards and why it's not that b- much big of a deal. But yeah, you're right. I haven't seen. I see a lot of people. Have you? Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: I really haven't. It's up. like like they're not going to be told what to do about their headsets. And, and being yeah. being that I'm a pilot, uh, yeah, I'm thinking uh, everybody ought to wear headsets <laughs> and we ought to be under some kind of <laughs> um, ground traffic control, just like air traffic control.
1: Well, and I I think we've talked about this before. People that are driving cars, If, if it becomes more of a road rage problem, statistically, I think everyone needs to go back and have a refresher court
0: course. I I have to take a check ride every two, I have to take a check ride every two years for your pilot as a pilot. And I, to prove that I'm, uh, that I'm still safe for myself and
1: others. And I have to retake, um, safety tests in order to, um, drive a forklift and so if we're having all this reevaluation stuff for these heavy big vehicles and machinery why can't we do yeah why can't we do it for our vehicles yep
0: oh i see you you know people hate us for this but if if you want to give a tip to the counties if they want to make money stop pollution testing cars just make sure the manufacturers have have it. And if if the cops see a car going down the highway that's putting out a uh, smoke screen like mm. James Bond, they should pull them over and give them a ticket for it. But otherwise, stop doing that. And if they want to make money is make people get retested.
1: Yeah, like like, like with a with, like, a, with yeah. an instructor. Like or, for example, let's put this scenario. What if you caught someone speeding? This is just an example. or recklessly driving up to two or three times on the third time. They're like, all right. Um, if you want to continue, wish to continue to drive on on your car and safety on public roads, you're gonna have to retake your tests, right? And go through all all the scenario as you did when you were 16 or however old, just to make sure you understand the rules the road rules of the road. Right. People can argue with me. Like, well, it's my car. can do whatever. That's that's true. It's your car. You can drive it on your own property.
0: Actually, if it was on your own property. Yes. But
1: if you're on public road provided by the city, sorry, it's their, their rules. So
0: the person would say, well, I'm a taxpayer. Well, I'm a taxpayer well, too. I'm so, taxpayer we are, too. so we actually are all sharing the road. <laughs> it's not, it's not. It's like an HOA yeah. neighborhood. <laughs> it's not a right to drive. Yeah. It's a privilege to mm-hmm. drive. There's a difference. A right means that you can't question it, right? A privilege means if you don't obey the limits or you are in potentially harming yourself or others, then we can take that privilege away from you. And and that's
1: what I, I'm hoping to get people to understand is just to kind of diffuse the road rage is to just. Be mindful on your surroundings and and those that you're driving with, and again, and there's just so much that you can improve on yourself. And this goes to a lot of stuff. And um, not trying to judge, but we can all be better of ourselves in a lot of ways. Like I can be better at <clears throat> not speeding up towards people and riding on their tail if I think they're driving slow or. If these people are driving slower, they could speed up. Another thing that I wish they would know that a lot of people would use is their, is their indicator lights. Turn signals. Their turn signals. There's too many times where people think, well, I'm turning. You should know that I'm turning when I don't see your turn signal going left or right or moving over to a lane. Truckers do that too. And A couple times they almost ran me over just because I had no idea they were turning into the lane. There are no now, and if you can't use those, use the caution lights. At least we'll know something's up,
0: right? Maybe there's maybe there's uh, technology maybe (laughs) on the forefront. You know they've got now they have mirror markers and things when when a car is nearby. It's kind of a light radar kind of thing that lets you know someone's passing you Mm -hmm. or. I'm not a fan of the automatic braking because the commercials they show is that people are just like to- totally not paying attention to driving, which is a, v- and keep, how is running that? Over somebody in a bicycle. Can't it's, encourage like, that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> stop it and learn how to park your car yourself. You don't need to have a system park your car, but, um, road rage. I was reading this statistic about road rage. that was taken July of this year said commonly, uh, characterized by aggressive driving as a factor in more than 50% of all car crashes that end in fatalities. Mm. More than 50% according to AAA. Um, uh, In a a years-long study, they had road rage episodes resulted in about 30 deaths and 1,800 injuries per year. So, you know, it's... And I'm sure that it's worse in some areas, but there's a lot of people out there that just have no... I shouldn't have any business on the road, but how, how do you control that? There's so many drivers. How do you really mandate and control who's allowed to drive? And, you know, if you get pulled over and they say, well, you can't drive anymore. If they don't throw you in jail, which would physically keep you from being able to drive. If they give you a ticket or, or let's say you get three speeding tickets or, you know, that are maybe you're going a hundred three times or something rather than go, we're taking your license away. Okay. well. Even if they impound your car, what if you got another car at home? Are they going to stop you? What stops you from going hopping hop in another car and driving around?
1: Yeah. I mean, especially if you go, if they took that away and you just <laughs> hop on somebody else's car and drive and you're basically driving Ill- illegally without anyone stopping you. I mean, unless they stop you again, but then you're. You're making that risk of upon yourself and other people if involved. you think of
0: it think of it like this that uh <coughs> what's a lock for a lock is to keep honest people honest mm-hmm. you think a criminal cares about a lock no criminals don't care about locks they don't care about the rules that's why they're criminals um people that that are maybe not criminals but they're they're either road raging or driving crazy like we've been talking about, you know, zipping into your safe zone or driving 100 miles an hour down the interstate with no regard to anybody. Um, I know of pilots that are like that, unfortunately. And that's a federal license, right? Well, yeah. again, there's not enough of the federal <laughs> people to go around and stop it. So what keeps them from going and doing their thing as long as they're not hurting anybody i'm not saying it's okay but my point is if those laws are not hurting anybody yeah they're getting away with it yeah that that's what i really want to say that's that's really
1: the that's kind of the o- universal truth that doesn't long,
0: make it okay yeah. it's just that people are gonna always, fact.
1: yeah they're always gonna do what they want and mm. again we're not trying to dog on anybody in their rights or anything like that it's just just be mindful of people that are around you people that also has the same rights for you and everyone's equal in that in that aspect it doesn't have anybody that's like well I'm better at you than that so I have this right away I'm like that's not how that's not how it generally works in humanity i think it's more on can we can we do this in a equal platform way to where We can also help each other to make things easier. And as an example of that analogy that I made up and probably doesn't make sense to most people because it makes sense to me. (laughs) Like, for example, I'm not trying to say we should be like them, but in another country, I think it was Singapore. I saw a video where every civilian in the main interstate base, it wasn't Singapore. Maybe it was Korea one of those Asian countries, they made an effort in a heavy traffic area to get out of the way so the ambulance can go through. But if you see that here, people will not attempt because they're trying to get somewhere. Right. So it's not necessarily a thing where I'm ungrateful of being a citizen here. It's more on like, Why can't we as a human society just take our pride away for a moment, get out of the way, and then also help with each other? Like, okay, how can we make this flow faster and not so like I need to get through? Otherwise, I'm never going to get through. Um, And that goes both ways, not just for civilians, but for police officers, police officers, I'm also thankful that you guys, um, are doing your jobs and stuff, but when it comes to traffic and you guys guiding them, you guys need to be a little bit better and pick that up. Um, that's only for certain cities. I'm not going to say certain towns, but like, for example, if there's a wreck, first thing, first thing in in order, you should, you should main somehow maintain the flow of traffic. And what I mean by that is if you're going to get people to go around and stuff, like make an effort to somewhat be engineerical about it, to make the flow kind of go as much as you can.
0: Right. Be cognitive of what's going on around you. Right. Don't go through life in a haze of not knowing what's behind you, what's to the right. Then left of you, what's in front of you, what's coming down the road? Look in your mirrors. I mean, you're—that's part of driving. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. It just—and watch out for motorcycles. You remember, uh, uh, what is it? They say you can hold up a pencil and you can blank out a, a motorcycle. Yeah. I was actually um on the airport, uh, taxiing an airplane, and I—we have a little hill on one of the taxiways, but this twin-engine airplane that was on the taxiway, all of a sudden was gone. Like it went, Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like mm-hmm. <laughs> raptured, you know? Yeah. But it turned out that it was, as I came up the hill, I finally saw it. it he was at the end of the runway, uh, get ready to take off. But, but just that little bit of lift in the hill had disappeared, made the whole airplane disappear, which was crazy. So, and the stuff that can happen in just a few seconds, uh, over the weekend, uh, I went camping and I was driving on a country road and it was dark and it was late and trying to get to the campsite. And I looked away for just a second and I looked up and was going around a curve and my adrenaline pumped up. Yeah. <laughs> like Just yeah. like, a, Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I need to be looking at the road. Uh, and all it was, I was trying to look at the map and I didn't have a holder mm. for my map mapping device at the time it was my phone but I, I wasn't holding it in my hand. I had it in a cup holder, mm. but I had to look away from the front windshield for a second. So I got to get a, I got to get another phone mount so that I can mount the phone in front of me in that vehicle. But yeah, um, it's kind of spooky.
1: You said that was using your rear view mirrors or.
0: No. No, no, I was, I was using the phone as a map. Oh, that's right. And I looked and at really it totally. it to, to, it said something like, Oh, your turn just is just like a up.
1: split and, second. You know, yeah. she
0: doesn't sound like that, but <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> go, Oh, your turn is like, you have, you have it as a,
1: like an Australian or New Zealand. Yeah. Accent. Yeah.
0: Something like that.
1: Um, I always liked, I think you found out in some article and I've always applied it and it's actually helped me in pretty tight situations. And this is some we're gonna maybe stretch away from road rage and now talk about things you could do and to improve yourself. Um, one of the things that I found very helpful that dad showed me was your rear view mirror placement. The um, so, for those that don't know, you have three rear view mirrors you have the center one that's inside your car that you can just adjust. Mostly, you want basically the middle uh Of your view, so what I mean by that is kind of align the center of your car with um with your rear view mirror as far as what's behind you so that way you can see not only the back seat you can see behind you in the um the lanes that are pat that you're passing by the left and right rear view mirrors and some people will occasionally do this they and they will adjust those two mirrors. To where, for example, if, if it's my left rear view mirror, a lot of people will have the right side to get as close to the car as possible. That is actually more dangerous than the trick that you showed me. Mm-hmm. The reason being is as soon as the car passes you by and gets past that left edge on the left rear view mirror, they're actually on your blind spot. Right. Right. Like correct, yeah, so you can probably see them if you move your head, but if you're like in a fast lane, you have no time to move your head. You really only have your peripherals of your eyes. so Dad found an article and suggested doing this, um and that's basically to adjust your both your left and right, and I'm gonna use the left mirror as an example. So once you get to once you have that right side of your left mirror. Uh, close to where you can almost see the side of your car move it actually even further out until what was the trick
0: again it was like your vision is not looking down mm -hmm. like you said normally people adjust it so they can see straight back down the parallel Mm -hmm. side of their car right Right. well no no car is going to come up right in that spot especially if you have the rear view mirror Mm -hmm. adjusted now there's trailers and things like that where the inside mirror is not going to help you out but but if you tilt the mirror out away so that you now have vision over into the left lane a little bit what I do and I think what I had told you was uh, they suggested is just capture just a piece of the side of your car Mm -hmm. like I don't want to see the whole side of my car Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I I tilt it out to the left, so now I'm looking at the the view, if you will, starts at the side of my car, but mostly what I'm seeing is off to the left. Same thing with the right mirror. Then is is the same principle, just on the opposite side. Is I, I don't need to see what's straight back because if my inside rearview mirror is covering my full a- <laughs> angle behind me, mm-hmm. I already have that. And yes, we got rear pillars or some blind spots inside your vehicle then then you're going to miss that but i think what we're essentially doing is before the cars came out with the side radars that let you know hey somebody's coming up on your side and it flashes or whatever in the mirror or turns a color then this methodology of widening your angle of, of view if you will the vision Here, you see as yeah. a driver lets you see more off to your left and right to try to keep people out of your blind spots. And
1: that what what that does is if if you had to imagine what this looks like, so imagine you're looking at your rear view mirror and you see a car coming and it's coming on your left side. Once the car is out of vision from your middle rear view mirror on the left side, once that once it starts to pass that line of vision that should automatically then come into view on your left view mirror so it's it's kind of like a weird mirror effect to where like you see the car in the rear view mirror and then somehow it trans it's like it's like almost like a bridge it goes out of view of the rear view mirror but then you start seeing the sight on the in the left rear view mirror and then you have that same concept but with your field of vision. So what I mean is now it's in the left rear view mirror. When that car starts to leave that left re- rear view mirror sight, you should automatically start seeing the car passing by from your field of vision on your le- on the left side of your eyelid. Mm-hmm. So and that's what dad was, is trying to describe is That methodology of pointing your rear view mirrors to make it to where you can see almost all of your vision that's behind you. And once they get past those those points, then you can see it in your field of vision that's in front of you. That way, in this methodology, you have a 360 vision of anything that's basically around your car. That's what's behind
0: you, yeah. It's funny, I did a quick search and, and you can find these things, these tips and pointers out on the internet. The uh, one that says the driver's side side view mirror. So only adjust it so that only a tiny bit of the car side is visible. That's what I was saying. You just barely make the side of your car visible. So that the mirror is actually looking as if you turned your head to the left and over your shoulder. Now the mirror is doing that for you. So yeah. the less head movements you have to make, you so really yeah. should. You really shouldn't have to move your head too much. Not really. Yeah. You don't have to worry about flying in the clouds. So <laughs> you won't get vertigo. But you 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 should be able to just shift your eyes, maybe with a quick head bob one way or the other to see what's in your mirrors, so that you can keep your focus on what's in front of you. Um, what's another tip you can do when you're driving? As plan ahead. Right. How many times did you get it? I uh, you get. Drivers get into trouble because they don't see. They go, ahead "Oh, of well, I just passed my exit." Well, what were you thinking about five miles ago?
1: Most Tuesday. of the time, it's talking to people. Like for me, I always <laughs> miss, miss it when I talk yeah, to you. Guys. And if you're
0: going, if you're going sixty on a highway, when most people are going way faster than that on the highway, if you're going sixty on a highway, you're gonna come, you're gonna burn a mile in sixty seconds, more or less.
1: Yeah, right. Or if you see, if you know there's traffic coming in front then you have, you have a smartphone, you have, there's Waze, there's Google Maps, there's other map apps I can't think of where you can see these traffics coming up front and you can plan to divert your route. Right. Another tip, use your indicator lights, <laughs> use your use your lights, I don't care what it is, if you're going left, go left.
0: Turn on your Turn semaphore. On your semaphore. Semaphore. That's the little flip thing used to come out the old Volkswagen. Even if you're going to make a, a, a
1: three lane cut across because you almost missed your exit, I would be more understandable if, like, oh crap, I have to turn. I'm sorry. Put my right turn signal. I'm going to cut across and, like, you do that. If I see you doing that, I'm smart enough to know, like, he almost missed his exit. He needed to cut across. Right whether as if you're just going to cut across just because I'm like,
0: no, it's road rage Now I, it's road rage. Yeah.
1: It's not necessarily like they should, they should be doing that or, and I understand that people can't multifunction like that, but I'm just saying to get people less irritated at you and to make things a little bit easier on everybody, just do, just put on the some sort of signal.
0: I think people are going to be easier on the person that forgot. And you can kind of tell they, they they're looking like super worried. They might be from out of town or they other like, oh, my goodness. I just missed my exit. I don't know the town very well. Who knows how many miles I'm going to have to drive before Great. I can turn around as opposed to the guy that comes up. You see him come up in the right lane. And passes over four or five lanes to the left just to get around everybody so right. that they can get back over to the right lane and almost cause, cause <laughs> more than one accident just doing that so they yep. can get off at their favorite exit. That's that's not being courteous right. and not using turn signals.
1: Also, when people are trying to turn and they're, they have a turn signal on heavy traffic,
0: let them through. What did we see? Uh, what was the three C's we came up with?
1: Uh, common, courtesy...
0: In what c- common courtesy? Cars and cars. <laughs> See the three C's or something like that. um We're gonna come up with a national
1: campaign. Yeah, the three C's. That's right. Cars, common, and courtesy.
0: Ken's crew comes up with the three C's for driving. I don't want to sponsor this. Well, okay. <laughs> um, no, we w- we want to be rewarded
1: for uh, it. Another thing everyone <laughs> should be mindful: are what do signs say and what do they mean? stop stop what does that mean
0: oh I don't know it means stop <laughs> but how do you define it without using the word
1: <laughs> in vehicle terms make sure the vehicle is at a complete motionless
0: come up to this <laughs> line area and don't move anymore <laughs> there I, I defined it without saying the word stop what's yield um, come up to this area and if you're going to go to this next area, kind of look around and, and be courteous about letting other people go before you because you are not allowed to go just yet. That's for, those, that's a yield. for
1: those that, <laughs> that go onto these ramps and you see a yield sign, if you see a yield sign on your thing, that means you have to slow down with any other vehicle that's f- coming from another lane. You have to, that means you have to potentially stop. Doesn't necessarily mean slow down. It means you have to potentially stop. If like, we have this ramp at our near our hometown and I have no idea how many times this has happened where I have to, I come in and um, I have a yield sign and the people are coming from the other direction are coming onto the ramp as well, but I have the yield sign to where like, okay, and and it feels kind of like a stop sign. If you saw what, how the infrastructures went, um, because the oncoming traffic is kind of like those, um, those, uh, those winding, um, uh, ramps that goes like that big curve that kind of convert right. into the road where mine is more like, Oh, you're just coming in from the other side and making a direct left turn. So in that case, I'm supposed to yield and wait for oncoming traffic because they're coming in at a high speed. I just came from from slowing down.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Those people see me and automatically think, oh, they're coming in and they slow down and irritates the crap out of me. And they I know Do they, they wave don't. out the
0: window too and go, oh no, co- they don't. Oh, go ahead. You just don't, go ahead.
1: I've seen those people too where like the if, four if, way if, stops. if there's four-way stops and people are like, No, come in. I don't care how nice you are. I don't care if you're from the south. You know, I'd rather you be that that mean New Yorker up uptown or something. You're stereotyping. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I am. <laughs> how about northerners? Is that still stereotyping? Yes. I people. I'd rather you get with the flow of the process of coming to a stop sign you made a stop and you're basically the next one to go because you have the right away instead of like stopping and having two others come right after you and like you know what i'm gonna feel nonch i'm gonna feel chivalrous today and let everybody else go when there's someone possibly behind them saying what the
0: heck are you doing <laughs> I like the, I like the country, the country four way stop, right? Where you, you can see that the car to your right has been at the stop sign for, oh, I saw that like know, last week, <laughs> five or 10 seconds, if not minutes, <laughs> Be- before you get to the stop I've, sign, yeah. and then you pull up to the stop sign, you yeah. come to a complete stop, and you look to your right, and they look at you, and they start waving out like, "Oh, bless your heart, you just go ahead, you just go," and, and, you, you, and you just kind of look at them, and they go, "Oh no, no, no," and they keep waving you on, and you know, I don't know if they're having a cup of coffee or <laughs> what <laughs> what they're doing, and, and it's the same. Some of them but, were like
1: they they would literally stop and be on their phone because they couldn't figure out something but they're like different. oh no you come in but there was someone behind them and like you can't figure out your directional problem off the road somewhere yeah, yeah, besides at a over. at a like busy intersection it doesn't yeah. make sense to me if you're gonna do something if you're confused pull over pull all over on the side of the road or go to go to a parking lot you're in the way
0: yeah okay. guys um, ask for directions i
1: don't mind asking directions um Another thing I just had in my head and I forgot. Oh, there it goes. I just saw it. Roundabouts. Yes. You guys need to look up a YouTube video. You need to find out how to function these European weird roundabouts. That idea, because I don't like it when you guys look right as if somebody is coming from the right side when it's a roundabout. A roundabout (laughs) is one way and it's only going to come from the left side. So I don't know why you're looking to the right thinking that someone's going to be coming on the right side when it's a one way.
0: Maybe they're left. Also
1: (laughs) the roundabout whenever you're yielding again, the yield uh, when the yield and roundabout put mix in together, people just don't know what to do on a roundabout. I went to a roundabout and when, you, when vehicles are within the roundabout, I'm sorry, but they have the right-of-way, no matter what, because a roundabout is a continuous flow of traffic, in a sense. Now, I had a guy, I was in the roundabout, going into it, and about to go out of it, going left. If, you, if, if, we're, if, if we were like in a, going into another road, I was essentially going left. And I was about to get out of this roundabout and this guy on this very nice classic car had a yield and thought he's going to slow down. I didn't have a, a right turn signal. I wasn't going to pull off from that, so, that side or whatever. The guy didn't even bother to look at me and he started to go out and I had to stop and he looks at me. I looked at him and I did. I threw up my hands and right. be like, and, and, him. and I literally like, like try to spell it out from like, why and he 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 had like other people with him and he kind of drove off and i kind of just stared at him down and i just perplexed on how people even here in this new roundabout near our near our town people don't know how to respond to a roundabout they think they have to make also they have to make a complete stop here's here's the thing about yield signs i understand they're super confusing because i just said potentially you have to stop i said potentially What I mean by that is if there's so much traffic to where you can't move forward, you potentially have to stop eventually.
0: Maybe it should say that. Maybe it should say yield. Check
1: out the definition. And
0: P H T S. I don't know what you're trying to spell. What are you trying to spell? Potentially have to stop. Potentially. (laughs)
1: Uh, but But it also means like if there is enough room to go, like keep going. Think of it as almost like a yellow light like
0: well go faster
1: no it's more <laughs> like oh it's about to change i'm kind of already at that at that point of no return to slow down or stop i will keep going it's kind of like that but in a longer not not such a short range time frame right. yield is more like just be wary around you you can go if you ha- if you have room to go and people I don't know why they can't get that through their skull. It's round, <laughs> so it would maybe, be more maybe, square, well,
0: you know you know there's a lot of wasted space out in the middle of most roundabouts,
1: yeah, but like may, maybe
0: down they down should have maybe they should have like a big circular video like You go, you, hey you, but the, it only happens to the person that's facing in from their street yeah. that they're coming in, yeah, and then there's lots of crashes.
1: I just. I just wish people, and they never, when I took, when I took my driver's when test, we never went a through a roundabout. A we never went through a roundabout. No one told us.
0: Yeah. Roundabouts. <coughs> we didn't have roundabouts in class. How do they teach that now? That's true. The instructor probably has to go, okay, this is, <coughs> this is a circle. Can anybody else tell me what this looks like? I um, it looks like the You know sun. what
1: they can do? they we have vr headsets now can we install like
0: drivers drivers educated vr and then apply shock when they don't do it right well
1: i wouldn't go that far I but would. i know you <laughs> just oh like if they get into a wreck they they can feel what That's what right. other people feel yeah yeah like How in, about like 10 percent <laughs> of
0: pain like in ghostbusters from Bill and yeah, yeah, yeah. the girl yeah or the guy, because he liked the go. Um what other or the roundabout in European vacation where the Jimmy oh. <laughs> Jason caught for hours and it like turns to night because he can't get out of that. Yes, because he what, can't get it, out it? It's somewhere in Italy or something or yeah. he's just lapping out of craziness.
1: Look, I understand roundabouts are a foreign <laughs> idea, but
0: what? it can work. We have squareabouts. Do we? There's stop four way stop. <laughs> or is that a cross about
1: i personally i find roundabouts could be an x much easier and faster because it's it continues the traffic where a stop signs you kind of have to stop they
0: do say that the roundabouts typically cut down on accidents typically for where they're located I, can you yeah. have a roundabout when there's just three streets uh yeah yeah, you can. Or is that a triangular? No, route? no,
1: no roundabouts. You can have a three-way. We
0: need a we need a roundabout with spikes. Where? Oh, with spikes? Why? Or humps? Why? Roundabout with speed bumps. Why? Because the people that, that accelerate from our from our l- corner.
1: But that doesn't have a roundabout. Me. Yeah, we just need a bump in that street with spikes. With spikes? No, we don't need spikes. And sleeping gas. We just have to have. <laughs> We just have to, <laughs> dad, dad, when I was a kid would always want, like, you know, I wish I just had this machine thing that comes out of my car like,
0: Phew! Yeah.
1: Phew! and like, it's what is it? Incinerates the cars no, no, except for the, no, for no, the knock, passengers. Knocks
0: out their ignition. Okay. So that they have to figure out what's going on. And then maybe after 10 minutes, their car will restart. Yeah. I'm going to invent that. <laughs> I'm sure they have already invented mm, that. You know, cars are more electronic nowadays than the EMPs. So you're like basically making an EMP uh, bomb I'm not for cars. making any. <laughs> I, I, you, nobody sees me winking or anything like that. I'm not uh, making anything that is destructive. It might make you late for your appointment if you're going to drive like a maniac.
1: Now they could do that. Now that cars are being more electrical and stuff, they could probably do like a uh, safety... Like you're going based on our GPS and what we know that this road, the the miles per hour l- speed limit is, um, we're going to slow down your car or limit your, put um, a governor on it, like limit your RP, RP, um, Yeah. governor
0: governs the speed. That's what they do on trucks. You know, like we had the moving van trying to go over 65, <coughs> no matter how hard you put the accelerator down, it wouldn't go for 65. Yeah. yeah. But they could do that. They could. We don't want. We don't want Big Brother too much telling us what big to do. Big Brother
1: Tech or Big Brother Government. Mm,
0: either one.
1: <laughs> or is it Big Brother Government and Little Brother Tech?
0: Mm, it's big Brother, the one that's twice older than me. No. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't need no, no more of
1: that. Do you have any other advice to give to our audience? Drive about- safe.
0: Just drive safe. Yeah. You're not the only one on the road. I'm not the only one on the road. We share. We share the road.
1: If you have to get somewhere quick, make sure it's an emergency. Don't. If you're late to work, that's on you. Yep. Sorry.
0: Hey, can you be on time for work? Yes. Get up earlier. Stop partying. Go to bed later. Yeah. Whatever it needs to be.
1: Make better decisions in life.
0: And be on time for church. (laughs) <laughs> if you can be on time for work, you can be on time for church uh, or other appointments, and take some time off and relax. Yep. Um, I think that
1: about do it for this episode.
0: It Wasn't super funny this time around. It was a little no, more serious. It was, in- mm, it was engaging.
1: Yeah, we still uh, had fun. I've been I've been holding. A lot a of grudge. grudges with just people driving in general. Yes. And I include myself in it, but I, for, for me in particular, it's just always been more on like, can you pick up the pace a little bit? Like where yeah. I understand this is a 35, but you and I both know we can, we know it's supposed to be 40, right? Right. at least five more. It feels like a lot of roads that I've been on. Should be at least five
0: well, miles I, per hour or more. Oh, and, I, and I will say this: if you have a sports car of some kind, I you know they're they're cool. Mm. Mustangs, Corvette. It's only two I can think of. <laughs> Miata. I don't know sports cars, right? Yeah, drive it like a sports car. Not, not, not crazy, not a maniac. Use the accelerator a little bit, make it go. Don't drive thirty five in a also forty five. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a sports car, you
1: know, muscle up a little bit. I will say, Put the top because down. I'm older, why are they so dang loud? Well, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, now he's becoming like his dad. That's what I'm talking about. We need, oh, that we need a silencer a fence or something out there.
1: That's almost impossible. No, what we that. could do is make a frequency that like noise canceling headphones. We just make a frequency that bubble that just goes
0: towards the to um, the driver. To the, <laughs> the well, we just pump that sound right into yeah, the driver's Yeah. Yeah. Hey you want to make your sound here, here we, you go we make them feel like their car is really making that kind I mean, of noise. Are they trying to attract but deer or they, doe? All we hear when they go by is go
1: <laughs> is it like attract do they think it's like attraction for for like doe to come by and like, oh, look at <laughs> Let me hear how loud that is one more time. <laughs> That's what it is. Boom. I must say
0: that when I was a kid and borrowed the Suburban, I would flip the air cleaner cover over just so I could go through <laughs> downtown, small downtown yeah. that I grew up in and go <laughs> just to make sound and make people look. And then they would look around going, oh, where's a cool car at? And it was just a Chevy Suburban. It
1: was never like that with most people. <laughs> It'd be like, why is he so dang loud? <laughs> like, so I would... We'll we'll try and leave this here because we're running out of time. I only find it. People. The only reason they always rev up their cars and it's so loud is they think it will attract people like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. I love the sound of that. Or they it it also challenges people for other people to also do that. It's like a. It's like animals just trying to like one up each other and see who's the alpha, which I'm kind of sick and tired. Like we're all
0: alphas here. They just might like the cool sound. I doubt that it's one of those people. Mm, there's some airplanes that I like that. Are yeah. Cool but do they have to
1: do that in the middle of the night? Oh, well,
0: sometimes <laughs>
1: <laughs> Then go somewhere else. Go to the Nashville Speedway yeah. route. That's a big enough road for them to do that kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> name that car. Look, I'm now I'm lame and I'm getting older but sometimes i just don't want to hear that sometimes i do like if i'm at a nascar speedway sure right. i would love to hear that right, all
0: right. the time right but not when we're in the neighborhood yeah if you're in the neighborhood then... well with that we uh want to thank you all for listening to us we're, we're we really are trying to do these more frequently but we're like you life gets in the way and we have job responsibilities, home responsibilities, family responsibilities, et cetera. Church things that just take up our time. So
1: Yeah. And I was mostly busy because um mostly because of a ch- church related thing. Uh been a part of a committee doing stuff, but uh we're hoping to pick this up pretty quickly. And um in our next episode, uh dad won't be in this one because I'm gonna be talking with the music boys Spencer Freeman and Jared nice we're gonna be talking some and hopefully We'll get to do more food stuff with Dark Angels. That was a pretty fun episode. Yeah,
0: they're actually wanting to do something else. We might do spicy chicken sandwiches. Oh, spicy. Oh, my gosh. Or or maybe Chinese food or something. Who knows? We should do wings. I'm kind of (laughs) hungry for wings. (laughs) Wings. Or pizza. So
1: um, if you want to check out any of those episodes, if you haven't, just um, the quickest way is to go to kenscrew.com. Um, there'll be three sections. There'll be Ken's conversation, which is where our podcast is held at on um, any major platforms. Um, Ken's game, which is a uh, YouTube, which we're about to we're about to do our first episode. You and I did yeah, with Fly Cooper. It. Yeah, it's going to be this Friday, September twenty fourth, ish. Whenever this episode comes out, nice. And of course, um, we also have Ken's blog where we talk about. Anything and everything under the categories of lifestyle, aviation, video games, yep, movies. I've got
0: two entries out there for yeah. aviation already.
1: Yeah. So check out uh, our Ken's blog to see um, see what we write about. And especially with dad's aviation, he, um, he has a ton of experience in aviation and has a lot to uh, talk about. So shoot us over there and we will see y'all next time. Next time. I'm Ken. And I'm Kenny. See ya. Bye.